the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. <laughs> Clint, how are you? I'm good. I can hear the train in the distance. Our temperature has gone down a good 15 degrees, maybe, in the yeah. past day. Oh, man. In Southern California, especially when you live on the fault line, you're always thinking about the different pressure that's existing underneath you when the temperature rises and then decreases so quickly. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Hurricane and earthquake at the same time. <laughs> right, as long as there's not laser beams coming down from the sky causing fires. I know. That's a different different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about, I've titled today's episode Seeking Faith in Times of Chaos, funny enough, <laughs> with what mm-hmm. we just said. Are we witnessing a spiritual re- renaissance? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's con. I have a question for you. I have an answer. Do you believe that more people are believing in God lately? Yes, I I do. I I think in times of hardship, people want to find answers. They want to find a sense of security to, you know, shelter under or to, to find that relief from. So what just stuck out to me was the fact that so naturally you said in times of hardship, Mm -hmm. like we're going through some hardship and I know people who are just carrying on their lives like there is nothing happening. Yeah. I know people who are tuning into that mainstream media that they'd probably turn on every single morning as they drink their coffee and get their kids ready for school, who are just going along with the narrative of everything is all right. And then the flip side of that is the the other side, the majority side, who is recognizing day after day after day that there is such corrupt lawlessness that is taking place in this country that it is, um, it is far extending beyond just pushing our country off of the foundation that it has for almost 250 years sat on. And I, I think that that's absolutely right. I think that we are, we are suffering from witnessing such lawlessness, lawlessness that it's, it's bringing up a lot of thought-provoking questions. And a lot of what I'm seeing is... Um, everything turning to more people opening up their hearts to whatever God it is that they believe in. Um, I know in Hollywood, there was like this huge spiritual awakening of people um, giving their lives over to Christ. And I'm seeing more and more of just like these mass congregations of people that are are just tuning into that. What was that movie that, that we just watched? Which one? Uh, it was, it was a, Oh, uh, the salvation, um, uh, Jesus revolution. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's exactly, uh, what I've been seeing, what I've been paying witness to. And there is definitely something that's happening, right? I, I know that I feel that and I see that. And I, I have also heard discussions of me not being the only person to also identify that. And so Clint, you and I had, what I told you at the time was the deepest conversation that you and I have ever shared in the almost 16 years that we have been married. And as I'm sitting behind this microphone, I would love to be able to share that conversation with you. However, 
I have gone over that conversation so many times in my mind since it took place that I cannot re-articulate it in a way that would make sense to somebody else. We were talking about God, a higher power. We were talking about the, the dynamics. We were talking about how limited our human capacity is to be able to understand things in a biblical sense. We were talking about um, the the conflicts and the difficulties with people being able to grasp religion because of the way that it is presented and the, the battle between having to present something in such a confined way because humans have such a limited potential to be able to understand it. And it was, it was such a rich conversation. <laughs> I'm laughing because... At the end of the conversation, it was so profound that Clint said to me, oh my gosh, I feel like all the bells and whistles are going to start going off right now and that someone's going to come out and say, you have, you have figured it out. You win the game because you have finally figured it out. Yeah, it's, it's it, you know, given the conversation and everything that we were talking about, like you have that feeling that there's like, Okay, you get to move on to the next level. Like it, it was really, it's just eye opening in so many levels, and it, and it still is something. Like Ashley said, it was it's you rehash that conversation multiple times, and and how can you articulate it to someone else? You really can't unless you're in that moment. Like it's because if you try to, then they're just gonna look at you like I don't know because you had to have the whole preface from the beginning to the end to really understand it. Yeah. And I want to, I want to say something in the most gentle way that I can. And in doing that, it comes with a lot of honesty and vulnerability for a second. When Clint and I first got together and for years past that point in our marriage, we had always had such conflicting views when it comes to our points of understanding and our beliefs on a personal level with that of a higher power. So different and so conflicting, him being completely set um, in his Christian upbringing, me being completely set in my natural nature to be open-minded, challenging, and ask genuine questions out of curiosity. And with that came a point of such contention that I said, okay, we will never talk about this again. Yeah. And for many, 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 many years, we didn't. I had these conversations, but I had to, a lot of people don't understand this within a marriage. Your partner cannot be everything to you. And so in identifying that you could no longer be that person that I could talk to about these sorts of things, the great thing about life is that there are endless possibilities of other people that I could have that, have that conversation with. Now, was that a healthy thing? No. But as evolution of a marriage would have it, there then came a, a, a very strange way that this came about, actually. I'm going to explain what I think happened. I started to get more and more, more involved in personal growth. And with that came spiritual growth. And with that came a conversation where I said to you, Clint, you will either grow with me or you will grow away from me. And you started to understand more of the spiritual side of where I was coming from when I say things like, I do not believe in the God of the Bible. And so because of that, and it wasn't like, okay, now we can talk about this. Like we didn't sit down and have a conversation like that. 
But there was this natural um, just point in our marriage where conversations naturally began to open up to where we started to, um, things weren't getting heated. And Clint would get very emotional when we would have these conversations because he was trying to be defensive when I was trying to be curious. And so that's where the issue lied in that communication barrier. And that issue no longer was an issue for you and I. Yeah, and it... it you, sometimes it takes almost a slap in the face to have a realization of it's not all about me and it's not all about this. And, and you know, I, and I say this, you, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're closed off to not discovering, then you're never going to know. And, and I think I had that moment when Ashley brought it to light for me is, there are other ways this old thing there are other ways to skin a cat and and it doesn't have to always be this is the way like referring to the mandalorian but it's it's not only this way like there once once i had that understanding for myself like my mind opened so much more to so many other possibilities. And it, it was just, it was very enlightening to, to have that. And it also took off this, that contention that I had for myself with those conversations. Yeah. And, and if you're curious, cause I'm still reflecting back on that conversation. I, I would give anything for us to have had recorded that um, just for the sake of me being able to pick up on more of the nuances of that conversation to think even deeper about it. But the beginning of the conversation, I believe, was me asking you, what if God had a daughter? Mm-hmm. And and that, and that's where it started getting my wheels turning. And, well, and, and the reason for, for further context, if you're curious, is because in the Bible it says God sent his only son. Yes. And so my way of thinking is... Um, it was, it was, okay, so what if God had a daughter was the first question. And then what if he didn't mean son in the context of a, a being, like a, a son? What if he meant that as like his, his everything, his entire, and we're, we're using human terminology for this, but it's not that. And so then the conversation went to what if it wasn't an actual son? And what if it was like his entire life's work? Right. Because I don't have a son. I don't have a child. But if I were to give my only the most important thing I ever could, you know, it it would be something philosophical. It would be something that I have worked on, something um, my legacy. So what if God gave his only son was like God giving his legacy being humanity? Yeah. And that's kind of the the basis of where that conversation started. Mm -hmm. Well, and not only that, it was the perception point in which we were just discussing is exactly what you just described is we as humans, we as people are understand what's on the paper in the Bible or whatever, with whatever we see based on our own perceptions, based on our own biases, based on everything that we have to where it's, it's crazy when you start looking at that word perception when it goes into human nature of how in depth you can really get into that because it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. And, and 
that's like an entire life's worth, uh, life's worth of a conversation. But the, the whole point of this episode is that I think that, yes, more people are believing in God now more than ever. And I'm not saying that personally. I'm not saying that like as the God of the Bible. I think that this is a very good thing. This is a very healthy thing because ultimately I think more people are seeking love and unity because of the division, because of, you know, all of the things that we see every single day. And so if you yourself have been questioning things or you yourself are finding um, yourself in the same place as me, just thinking so much deeper about things in your life, things that you have been told, things that you have believed in, and then perhaps questioning them, I think a really good reference point, a really good place for you to start, I'm going to link it in the show notes below. There's a book called The Purpose Driven Life. And I saw a video of an agnostic man who was an Uber driver in the same exact situation, questioning everything in a really low point in his life. And he had a a writer with him who was a neurosurgeon, and they too were discussing uh, their, their similar beliefs when it came to not believing in God. But the neurosurgeon explained to him all of these different things that he paid witness to that got him to just shift his thinking. And when we're able to shift our thinking away from something we have believed to be true our entire lives, that that is the key. Like that is your God right there. Lean into that thing. And so he he advised that he get the book, The Purpose Driven Life, and it's by Rick Warren. And basically it's a transformative guide that you sit with for 40 days, 42 days in total. And every day you go through a chapter of just explaining um, and helping to guide you along the journey. And this isn't me trying to push something to push you to believe in the God of the Bible, obviously, <laughs> um, but but it is, right? It, it's a Christian-based um, kind of activity. But when you're able to open your mind, you will interpret that in whatever way is serving for you. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.